Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Folks, if you're with me for the daily financial news, you know I've been talking about a pretty wild and crazy housing market. We're going to talk to the man, myth, the legend, Brian Admison, about what he is seeing. And maybe I am just blind in what I'm seeing in Fresno, California is not happening around the world. Let's bring him on. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mike. Happy to be back, man. We It's been too long. There you go. There you go. I know we missed you. You had an exciting week-long challenge. And then you had some travel challenges getting back home, but we made it happen. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. So uh, let's remind folks the market that you look at every day, right? Your buy box, your area. And then I would love to hear what's going on because I think the market is wild today as I've ever seen it, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I invest predominantly in Detroit, although I live here in Orlando and um, you know, it's interesting. I've been seeing more properties hit the market in the last 90 days than I have oh, in the last seven or eight months. Really? Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, I will say this, you know, I'm not necessarily looking at single family. I'm looking sure. at, you know, two to four units daily though. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, it had just dried up there for about seven, eight months. And in the last 90 days, things have been popping on there more frequently. Well, that is awesome because that is certainly not what I'm seeing and I'm hearing. So let's scratch that a little bit. So again, we're talking about Detroit, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two to four units. So tell tell me about what's coming on. Is it the stuff that's um, you know, well used and beat up? Is it the stuff that's been flipped or or remodeled? What what's coming on the market? Because I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, very interesting. So I would say it's probably been close to 50-50, Mike, with okay. um the amount of inventory that's coming on as beat up, uh really distressed. Um, I will say that it's been coming on a little high though, and, <laughs> right? It's, it's been coming uh, on a little high. So I think people are just trying to test and see where we're at again. Um, but also, you know, those renovated properties are starting to pop back up. I don't know if a lot of sellers were holding back on putting those things on the market, you know, when, when rates went kind of crazy, sure. but, but we're starting to see a lot more finished product also hmm. newly renovated come onto the market. Um, I've been getting a lot of pocket listings lately, uh, one of okay. which I just shared with uh, a couple of my students who are looking for that in their buy box, um, where, you know, uh, currently currently tenanted, which I, I think I mentioned to you in a previous video, I've been shying away from those, particularly yeah. because after rent moratoriums, it's been taking six to nine months to evict oh. people in my market. So I've been buying them vacant and I'd rather put my tenants in day one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but, but, but I will say I've been finding that, um, I've gotten four off market deals in the last three days. Right. Okay. So, and, and that, all, that in and of itself is another shot in the arm. I hadn't been seeing that in recent months. So I think there's, I think there's some panic for people who are holding existing properties that aren't cash flowing for them. Ah, uh, there we go. Right. It's some panic. People are trying to get liquid. The pain, they feel the pain is coming. Um, I think they're already experiencing it in their everyday lives. And so now they're trying okay. to, to liquidate and get some cash in their pockets. 
So I'm just going to keep scratching that because that is uh, people will love to hear this, by the way, because, again, a lot of people are struggling. There's not inventory. Uh, so maybe Detroit's uh, the sign that it's the beginning. Maybe Detroit moves first and other markets around the country will see it next. So I'm just going to guess that Detroit is um, not for the week, not for the week at heart. It's, it's a it's a hard market to, to, to manage properties, especially if you're out of area. Is that is that fair? <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I think um, for people who try to self-manage, they get crushed, right? Yeah. You, you got you to gotta align yourself with the right property management companies that really understand the nuance of that market. They, they really, you know, do a great job at tenant screening, um, mm -hmm. background checks and all those sorts of things to help insulate you in that process. You know, I think sure. the people that get hurt are those that just think because it's affordable and there may be inventory, that they go in and they get crushed relatively quickly. So, you know, yeah. you and I talk about this all the time. The infrastructure is everything. And so, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, yeah, you got to lean on that for sure. Yeah. So one of the things I've said, and I think Detroit fits this, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. I, there's been a lot of out-of-state money pouring into Detroit simply because it's cheap. And you've heard me say it innocently. You can go broke buying cheap. That's right. So maybe some of these people, you know, California buyers or whatever went to Detroit because it was cheap. Oh, look, I can buy a house for a dollar from the land bank or whatever it is. Yeah. And now they're getting their lunch handed to them. Moratoriums taken six months. Uh, they don't have the infrastructure. They, they got lazy, right? They bought the deal before building the team and now they're being wrecked. So yeah, maybe there's some, you know, some like get out, right. We're, we're seeing recession coming. For sure. For sure. It's to that point, Mike, I bought three, Right before the end of the year, I bought two duplexes and a triplex, and two out of three of those sales were from California owners, right? Uh -huh. So, so you know, and and they were you know portfolio owners where they may have bought a dozen or two properties, right? And they were in the process of liquidating almost all of them. So, you know, I think that's exactly what happened. They thought because it was inexpensive that they had the execution plan down. They quickly figured out they didn't. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're holding a bunch of liabilities instead of assets, right? You got to, yeah. you got to. Going broke, buying cheap, 101. Right. Cheap properties are expensive, man. I say it all the time. Amen. Amen. So uh, this is good news. So again, if I want to play this out, um, so there's probably other markets like Detroit that attracted, I'm just going to call it California money or dumb money or, you know, hey, I, I mean, I've told you this and I'll repeat it again. If if you're buying a property because it costs less than your Tesla, that's not a reason to buy a property. That's that's dumb. And I've heard that a hundred times. I like I'm so tired of it. I'm gonna make a t shirt out of it. It yeah. doesn't make it doesn't make it a good deal because you bought this house less than your Tesla. That's right. But but I think there's a lot of people. So there are probably markets. So again, people watching this in other markets that may be similar to Detroit that attracted out-of-state money in droves for call it the last three years mm -hmm. you know what maybe your market's like detroit and there's more inventory coming maybe detroit's just first and others that's it you know that i i see that as good news right let's oh absolutely. let's wash out the weak hands and give it to the good operators a absolutely we uh we've got some students operating in ohio they're seeing the same you know inventory awesome. is coming out but prices are still a little high um Georgia, we just had a student close a deal in Georgia on Friday of last week. So they're they're popping up, you know, in these pockets if you can find them for sure. Nice. So again, what I'm taking for this is I, you know, because again, I'm in a market of Fresno, California, that is um it's not easy to manage. Right. There's there's some, but I've been there 22 years, 
got mm-hmm. a team process procedures, all of that. But I know, right. If you like, if you're a Silicon Valley person and you buy in Fresno, cause it's close enough. And then you try to self-manage, you can get run over for sure. And those are the, you know, those are the listings that might be coming up. I'm going to pay special attention to that. So that that's encouraging. And as rates come down, it's, you know, it's easier to, to pick these up in cash flow. And, you know, I don't know about Detroit, but again, what I would, again, here's an idea. And I'm just playing with this in real time. Mm-hmm. So let's say you find that owner's got 14 por- portfolio properties, call it 30 units. And you see him selling off one at a time. I'm going to guess it's maybe possible he bought the, he or she bought those for cash. So what might be an exciting strategy is, hey, let me sell or finance these with you. Let me come in with 10% down. Let's finance it. Pick a number, 7% interest only. Let me manage these for a couple of years, turn them around, and then I'll refi you. That gives them a better price, but also gives you better terms because today you're going to have to put 25% down minimum. Mm-hmm. And you know rates are probably in the mid sevens or maybe eights for investors. So I think that would be something I would try to do. What do you think? A- absolutely. Actually, a buddy of mine, um, trying to think how many properties was it? I think it was it was a few hundred properties that this buyer uh husband i mean father and son from california they bought this portfolio it wasn't in detroit it's in the suburb of detroit so price points a little bit higher it's about 11 million bucks worth of real estate and um we're, we're working on doing a seller finance deal with them right now for like almost those same exact terms because um they they bought 70 percent of them cash i think the 30 percent that they did have debt on they end up paying those down and off yeah. almost over time. Anyway, they've hit, they've had the portfolio for about thirteen years, so they bought when everything. Oh was, wow, yeah, was they're, they're doing okay. <laughs> they, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. So, and they they are open minded to it. They wanted 40 percent down, so we've been negotiating to see if yeah. we can get that you know suppressed a bit. But yeah, those opportunities do exist, Mike, one hundred percent. And I think they're going to come more and more because I'm just playing this out, right? If the chips are, hey, I built because again, I I see this stuff all the time. You're from California. You go to some other market, and it could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be California. It's just where I am, so that's what I see. Mm-hmm. You got to go to some other markets because it's cheap. You start buying some properties. Uh, you have good fortune. Some is good, more is better. You double down. You triple down. You build this big portfolio. Then you get smacked in the face with reality, and you're like, I'm out. But you own them free and clear. Uh, you could fire sell them, but that's not what you're interested in. You did it for the cash flow. So a seller finance deal is the right idea. You lower their taxes. You give them some income. Give them a little cash now. The real estate agent gets paid. You got to pay the agent if you're not going direct. And it it could. And again, you could pay more. I would pay more for sure. dollars for sure to get in for ten percent leverage and a market rate. It's just the math works. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, on a five year buyout, you know, something yeah. like that, give you a little bit of runway. I love that. Yeah. So again, I'm excited. I did not know what I was going to get when I asked you. But again, so maybe the housing market is changing. Second home markets, we've already seen pain. Airbnb markets that are changing regulation pain. Maybe there are some cheap markets that attracted out of area money that are going to start to show some options. Get creative, learn your buy box, learn seller financing. Uh, I'm excited for the opportunities ahead. And I'm excited for you to keep bringing us this great information. Brian, where can people follow you? Uh, on YouTube at Brian Adamson Real Estate, and then on Instagram at Brian Adamson Official. Yeah, do me a favor, sit, give him a follow, tell him you came from one rental at a time. So he keeps coming back and giving us this great information every week. Thanks, Brian. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mike.